Welcome to the How to Love Yourself No Matter What podcast. My name is Amanda Hess, and I am a certified life coach. If you are like me, you know that self-love is important. But did you know that it's the number one thing missing when it comes to creating a life you love? Listen in, friend. I'm going to share all my secrets because you deserve to love yourself starting now. Hello and welcome to episode number 25, Feel Better by Feeling Bad. Okay, I know that that title might be confusing and possibly not sound amazing, but well, here's what I want you to know. I know that all of us have times in our lives that we just want to feel better, especially when we feel anxious or sad or angry or betrayed. Those emotions are uncomfortable. They don't feel light and fun. They feel hard and often they feel painful. Now, the pain comes from the resistance of feeling them right? I've talked about this before. Remember that emotions are simply vibrations in our body. In my experience, they don't cause pain. But denying that they exist, pushing them down, trying to force yourself not to feel them, reacting to them, indulging in them, this is what causes the pain. There is negative emotion and then there is pain. They are not one and the same. But it does make sense that when negative emotions evolve into pain, that we would avoid the pain at all costs. And because we are not taught how to process and allow emotion, it makes sense that a lot of times when we're experiencing negative emotion, we're experiencing pain. So if you are offered a way that is painful and a way that is not, it's very, very human to want to avoid the pain. Of course, you would, of course you avoid it, right? So looking at your life, you can start to see where you might be avoiding pain. And where I see this come up with clients is when they tell me a story that sounds something like, I feel terrible when X happens, but I know I shouldn't feel that way. I just need to think positive. And then they continue and say, Sometimes I think it's fine and sometimes it just takes over and I just hate that I do that. And then they'll tell me, but I really just need to think positive. I know what I am thinking isn't actually true. Does that sound familiar? I mean, what that is, is it's a protection mechanism. It's a tool that we use to avoid pain and it seems totally acceptable Like, obviously, the solution is to think positive no matter what. Negativity doesn't serve us. There is no reason to dwell on it, seeing as I can't control it anyways. This is what we're taught to believe, right? Like, there are multiple books that have been written that have been teaching us this. It's also what our parents have said to us, you know, suck it up, carry on, stop thinking about the negative, stop dwelling in the past, like all of those types of things. And all of these things seem fine. But I want to offer you that they are actually a huge problem. So I want you to think about a car. 
and you are driving it and it is making a very loud and unhealthy sound. It sounds broken and it sounds awful. Something is terribly wrong with the car. Now, what thinking positive is, is thinking positive is trying to cover what is really going on, right? So thinking positive to cover what is really going on, it's like turning up the radio to drown out what is clearly wrong with your car. And if you keep going, things are going to get a lot worse. The reality is, is when you think about your vehicle, you know what you should really do. You should stop, turn off the car, look under the hood. Now, when you open up that hood, you might not know what you were looking for, right? You open up the hood, there's an engine. What you're going to do is you're going to hire somebody that does know what they're looking at because a smoking engine is not going to mean anything to you. Or at least maybe it will for you. Maybe you're an accountant or you're really good with cars, but it won't to me. So I want to tell you the story. Um, I remember when I was 18, I was gifted my parents' old Ford Taurus station wagon. And that sucker was a beauty. It was a metallic blue station wagon. And it was one sexy, sexy car. (laughs) And you can imagine the teasing that went with driving that car around. But I lived in the country. There were no buses and riding my bike to town was not particularly appealing or even really possible, right? It would have taken me maybe an hour, maybe longer to get to the city limits. So I was grateful. But this car had something wrong with it and it smoked from under the hood. I had a mechanic look at it and I was told that there was an oil leak that was fairly high up, but that he couldn't find the leak and it was fine. So I drove it and it smoked a lot. And people would stare and point and tell me my car was on fire. It wasn't. And I detested this car. (laughs) Every time I drove it, I would semi-pray that it would get me to where I was going without breaking down. And then one very hot day, that sucker smoked and smoked and smoked until it broke down. It simply stopped working. On in the middle of a very busy road, about an hour away from my house, while I was in a miniskirt in August, on the way to a Garth Brooks concert to see my boyfriend. And this was a time when cell phones weren't really a thing yet. And if you are young enough, you probably can't imagine this, but it's true. And I had to find a payphone which I don't even think exists anymore, and then sit and wait to get rescued. My boyfriend had no idea where I was and was getting angrier by the minute. Now, worried might have worked, and this could be why this relationship didn't work out. So I tell you this story because the mechanic then looked at my car more seriously when it got brought in, right? Now, That may or may not be because my dad was a little animated when the car got towed back. And lo and behold, they found the leak and they fixed it. By they, I mean he, the mechanic. My dad didn't. And it didn't smoke anymore. And it worked. So what does all of this have to do with you? 
You have a belief about something that is causing you a negative emotion. You think you are unlovable. You think you don't belong. You think you are not worth it. Or you think you're stupid. Or you think you're fat. Or maybe you think something else. Or maybe you think all of those things. You can't cover that up with the radio. And you can't just keep driving with smoke billowing out of the hood. Even if somebody else tells you it's fine. It's not fine. You cannot positive think and positive talk your way out of something that is broken. Not even if your mother says to put your big girl's pants on, right? Not even if your boss tells you it's fine. Not even if your friends tell you to get over it, okay? It doesn't work. And you know how I know that's true? Because you have been doing this for years. And here we are. You are still having that conversation of, I should not be thinking this way. I should not be feeling this way. Something is wrong with me. And listen, there is nothing wrong with you. What if that was true? Listen, trying to turn up the positive, it is literally just your version of turning up the radio to drown out the problem. So what do you do instead? First, you need to attend to how this is happening for you. Before you jump to the positive or try to drown out the negative, what is the actual thought that you are having? What are you actually believing about yourself? You need to identify the actual story that you are telling about yourself. And then I want you to consider what if you don't need to change it right away? And what if there is truth in what you tell yourself? Not to say that you are worthless or unlovable or ugly or any of those other things, but instead, just truth in that this is a message that you do actually tell yourself. This is a thought that goes through your mind, okay? And that's okay. That happens because you are human. That happens because you have been programmed to think that way. That happens because your brain is designed to work in this way, and that is normal. That is what I would call stopping the car and looking under the hood. Now, it's possible that you will not know what you are looking at. It's possible that you are not a mechanic. But more specifically, it's possible that you're not a brain mechanic or a story mechanic. And that's where a coach comes in. That's where I come in, right? I'm a life coach. I've been trained to be a mechanic for your brain. What a coach is going to do is show you what is actually wrong right? They're going to open up that hood. They're going to look at all the stuff inside. They're going to be like, okay, it's the radiator. Same thing for you. A coach is going to look and say, this is what you're actually thinking. Did you even know you were thinking that? How's that make you feel? What's that creating? Like really understand what is being created. That is the most valuable gift. And just so you know, this is what I do on a free consult, exactly this. And then I let you know how I can show you how to fix it. It is possible. This is the solution. 
Imagine how different your life could be if you weren't driving around in a smoking blue Ford Taurus station wagon, okay? So listen, if this is resonating for you, what I want you to do is I want you to go to the show notes and I want you to go ahead and book a free consult. And if you're not ready for that yet, go to joinamanda.ca and join my free Facebook group. I have trainings in there just like this one every single week. And I'd love to see you there. Okay, friends, some food for thought for you this week. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. You can look forward to a new episode of this podcast every week. And hey, if you like this podcast, you are going to want to join my free Facebook community where I offer daily training and support. You can find it at joinamanda.ca. And if you are really ready to start changing your life, why don't you book a free consult? I promise you, you can start feeling better today. Head on over to the show notes to set that up.